Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, Flyer fans. Welcome to Flyer Feedback. John Bedell, former Flyer Brooks Hall, and you here at a Pack Flanagan's Pub in Dayton. This is going to be a uh, short segment here before we break for news. Uh, it's going to be a – I can't think of a witty thing about the Flyers offense, Brooks, but – God, what a gut punch that was. Uh, they were up, as we talked in the Bud Light postgame show, 51-44 with 5.49 left, and they went, they were outscored 21-7 the rest of the way. Puke face emoji. <laughs> that, that, that was <laughs> witty. That's what, that what that is. Yeah, yeah, well, it was, it, yeah, it was ugly, man. He, he uh, Coach Grant said it, too, in this postgame. Just the, la- the last few minutes, they couldn't get, couldn't get a stop. No. You could tell, though. You heard in his voice, man, he, he was dejected. But, but then you have to try to be that 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 positive guy. Yeah. So you can't salt. you, you got to prepare for the next game. So A chance for a resume win. They didn't get it. And uh, so we move on. So it is uh, Flyers Therapy Friday night here at Flannies. <laughs> what better place to be after a loss like this in the best Irish pub in town, huh? Uh, John Bedell, former Flyer. Brooks Hall and you here for Flyer Feedback. And uh, we're taking your calls and your comments on the Twitter machine at WHIO. I may read your tweet on the air. And if you're here at Flannies, you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic. We're going to take a break, pay some bills. Here's some news. We'll be back on the other side right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 9.30. I'm Dave Daniels. Here are the three big things you need to know this hour. Another local strip club loses its liquor license. A Huber Heights man reaches a plea deal on child rape charges. And our top story, a warm-up for the weekend, but it's starting with a dense fog advisory for the northern part of the Miami Valley. Warming up for the weekend, but tracking some rain and possibly a few storms. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic. Some accidents to tell you about on our surface streets. The uh, interstate's looking good right now, but we've got one in Perry Township on North Diamond Mill Road at West 3rd Street. We've also got one at Byers Road and Lyons Road in Miami Township. Our top story, a foggy evening ahead, especially in the northern part of the Miami Valley. Overall, this evening isn't too terrible, but we do have areas of patchy fog, so keep that in mind if you plan to travel for Friday evening. Plans could run into some of those denser spots. Temperatures overall will be in the upper 30s to low 40s. And a dense fog advisory now in effect for Auglaize, Mercer, Logan, and Shelby counties through 9 a.m. tomorrow. Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags has her exclusive WHIO forecast in just a few moments. Another Montgomery County strip club has lost its liquor license. The living room will lose its liquor license on December 20th. Agents started investigating the club on North Dixie Drive last year. They say they found dancers having improper contact with patrons and drugs being sold. Criminal charges were filed against two employees. WHIO's Amy Frederick, Sharkies, and the Harem also lost their liquor licenses earlier this year. 
A Huber Heights man accused of child rape avoids a trial and reaches a plea deal. 67-year-old John France pleaded guilty to three counts of rape and seven counts of gross sexual imposition of a victim under 13 years old, agreeing to an 8- to 15-year jail sentence. Prosecutors say France committed sexual offenses against five victims over the past decade. WHIO's Ron Otto says official sentencing is set for December 19th. Well, the reigning NFL rushing champion in trouble, Kansas City Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt placed on the NFL's commissioner exemption list Friday night after a video surfaces of him knocking over and kicking a woman in a Cleveland hotel hallway back in February. Cops were called to the scene after the incident, but no charges were filed. The commissioner exemption list means the player cannot practice or play until he's removed from that list, but he still gets paid and he doesn't count against the team's 53-man roster. With local news every 15 minutes, this is WHIO Continuing News. And you heard it right here on the home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Flyers fall for the first time at home this season to the 15th-ranked Mississippi State Bulldogs, the final 65-58. to now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall Brideggs. Sitting in the upper 30s to low 40s for the evening with areas of patchy, even dense fog, especially the further north you travel. That's where we could see that denser fog settling in. Dense fog advisory goes into effect at 9 p.m. until early Saturday morning. Late tonight, steady showers will be moving in, even a few thunderstorms as we get into your Saturday. It'll be windy at times with temperatures rising to the upper 50s. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AN 1290 at News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar showing cloudy skies and some areas of fog in the Miami Valley. It's 41 degrees in Xenia, 39 in Springfield, and 41 degrees in Dayton at 933. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News. You put in your time. You paid your dues. Now don't settle for basic Medicare coverage. With CareSource Medicare Advantage, you'll never worry about whether you have all the important benefits you need. Don't worry. This is the peace of mind you've been waiting for. Be happy. CareSource Medicare Advantage has great features, even comprehensive dental and fitness benefits. And thanks to affordable fixed co-pays, there are no monthly surprises. And best of all, don't worry. Be happy now. no worries. Take advantage of hospital, doctor, dental, vision, prescription drug, and hearing coverage in one convenient package. Our comprehensive dental coverage includes dentures, root canals, and crowns. Don't worry, be happy. This is so much more than basic Medicare. To learn more, visit caresource.com slash Medicare Advantage. Enroll through December 7th. CareSource is an HMO with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in CareSource Advantage, zero premium HMO. CareSource Advantage HMO and CareSource Advantage Plus HMO. Depends on contract renewal. Adults 50 years of age or better, you have an exciting way to learn about a broad variety of topics. The Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton, offering fall, winter, and spring seminar series that meets weekly. Choose from seminars such as Earth's Environment, Past, Present, and Future, Adventure Travel 2019, Beginning Guitar, Workshop, Legacy Writing, and more. All offering an intellectually stimulating yet informal non-competitive environment. Call 229-2347 to register or learn more. Dayton is buzzing with excitement. With the new Levitt Pavilion, the Victoria Theater Art Annex, new craft breweries, and the completion of the newly renovated UD Arena, downtown is hopping. Code Credit Union is excited to support the UD Flyers and proud of our Dayton roots. Code has been serving the Miami Valley for over 78 years and is proud to be the downtown Dayton Credit Union. 
Code Credit Union, one good reason after another. Learn more about us at CodeCU.org. Member NC. UA. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into Flanagan's. I checked, and yeah, we do have to be here recapping this one. We're contractually obligated. We so appreciate our host, Colin and company. We love being here at Flanagan's. We don't love having to talk about losses after a... Dayton Flyers game at Flanny's. But we're going to get through this one together, you guys. It's going to be okay. 65-58, Dayton a loser, and a, just a total gut punch to number 25, Mississippi State. And uh, they just kind of handed this one away. There's really no way to sugarcoat it. Uh, you want red red rose, UD-colored glasses. There's message boards for that. This is not the place for that. Uh, a couple ways for you to jump on the show. You can jump in my mentions at jbedlwhio. I may read your tweet on the air. You can call us up at 457-1290 or... You can take advantage of the Bud Light mic if you're here with us at Flanagan's, and we go there for the first time tonight. This is the part of the show where you do some of the work for us, but we don't pay you. Tom from Kettering. Yeah, yeah, gentlemen, I, I, we just need to be stronger. I mean, you played a team like this. Uh, those, those guys were stronger than us and certainly deeper, and I, I know that's not Anthony's, uh, Anthony's fault, but you got to have bodies in there. And if you're missing a, a guy that's – got a man's body like uh, Jerry Mitos uh, that that hurts you an awful lot in the defensive end we also we also tried to uh, had some turnovers trying to bounce the ball through long-armed and quick quick-handed ball players and, and uh, uh, you know I, I don't care if you throw it around the outside it's a sh- any shots better than turning it over yeah, yeah and you, I mean you talked about it there that's kind of out of coach's hands though I mean you Josh getting food poisoning and, and, and Matos. Jerry hurting his, his toe, the turf toe. I mean, what are, what are the chances? So it's, it's – but the guys go – they went with – and it's next man up at this level. You can't sulk about that. And, and they gave it everything they had. And it doesn't make it any easier to accept. But but you're right, though. That I think with, with the full squad, I think that, that that probably makes a – at least gives us a better chance to rotate guys, keep guys fresh. Maybe we're able to keep Cunningham fresher. He probably maybe you know, you can kind of monitor his minutes a little better with some extra bodies, but, but yeah, man, it's kind of luck of the draw. Thanks, Brooks. Hey, thank you, Tom. We appreciate the uh, comments of the Bud Light Mike to the hotline for the first time tonight. Actually, the only time tonight. We don't go to the hotline for just anybody. We go to the hotline for David Jablonski, our friend and coworker from the Dayton Daily News, covers the Flyers beat like nobody's business. Uh, Jabo disappointing. Uh, Brooks called it a, a win that they hand-delivered to uh, the Mississippi State Bulldogs, you could hear it in Anthony Grant's voice in his postgame comments with Larry. I think he felt uh, about the same and, and thought as much. Uh, just kind of your impressions of kind of giving a one away to, to a top 25 team. Yeah, you don't get many opportunities uh, at home against a top 25 team, uh, up seven with six minutes left. And then, you know, what's become a, uh, a trend, Dayton uh, fading in those last few minutes. You know, maybe some of it has to do with their depth. Saw it again tonight. Uh, you know, they, they did play seven guys because they played Frankie Policelli. His redshirt year ends very quickly, uh, uh, kind of surprisingly. But, uh, you know, he was never going to redshirt if they were uh, going to depend on uh, the whole team staying healthy. So it wasn't a – you know, the defense was good enough until the last few minutes. I guess that's a, a good thing. I mean, you look at the final three-point numbers for Mississippi State, 31.8%. Uh, Dayton would have certainly loved that number a year ago. But, uh, you know, they had some big ones late, some daggers. Uh, right in front of Dayton's defenders. So uh, 
And the offense, you know, they had some good looks, right? Mike still was lamenting after the game that, uh, you know, what would have been a game-tying three-pointer. He shot the ball well in the second half, but really missed a big one late. Uh, Jordan Davis had one right around the same time. So, yeah, you're right, just a huge missed opportunity. Yeah, this was this was one uh, Jabba where my stance on the NIT is well known on this show, uh, it, but it was kind of <laughs> looking like an NIT year. Uh, but they were starting, had they won tonight, to – like I said, I want to keep the brake pedal handy, but they were would have started to build in that large resume uh, getting this win. Uh, Jabo, did Policelli come up in the postgame? What are they going to do with him now that the toothpaste is out of the tube and the red shirt has been pulled? I'm, I'm trying to let people know this is not a Pierce situation. This is not you know going to be two games and burn the red shirt or two minutes and burn the red shirt. What, what are they going to do with Frankie going forward? How will he play into the mix now that the red shirt is done? Yeah, and Grant did address that. He, he did say they need to get him in some more games and get him some action. You're right, it's not going to be a Jordan Pierce thing. Uh, ironically, Jordan Pierce made his first appearance also against Mississippi State a year ago and played it only one one more game. So, yeah, I think we'll see Frankie, you know, probably I would, I would expect they need to play him a lot in that Detroit game just to get him up to speed a little bit because they should be able to beat, beat Detroit no matter how many minutes uh, Frankie plays because um, yeah. you're probably not going to see him a lot against Auburn unless that just turns into a route down there. Uh, next uh, Saturday, so uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I, it was kind of surprising that they decided to redshirt him when they only had uh, you know eight guys to begin with, right? And a little bit surprising that it was a, a you know one Jerry Matos injury that caused them to burn the redshirt. So well, and, uh, we'll and see where he goes from here. To, to piggyback off that, Jabo, what, what what is the prognostication on Matos? How long are we looking here? Uh, pulling Policelli off the bench and pulling the redshirt is 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 why we why it's why we saw Matos or why we saw Policelli tonight was Matos' situation. What what is what's the time frame we're looking here with Matos and this turf toe injury? How long is he going to be out? Uh, the word Grant used was indefinitely. So take that for whatever it means. He did say they'll know That's more great. next week. Yeah. Next week, uh, I guess you know, see how it responds to treatment, or I don't know, maybe they need to get it examined again. Um, but uh, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those injuries. I don't know. Could be, could be weeks. You know, Brooks never good when you're hearing indefinite. Well, yeah, and turf toes. It's one of the yeah. yeah turf toes one of those injuries that you just have to rest it. I mean, if you play on it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't heal. So. Yeah, so not 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 great, but you know, could be a worse injury. And you know, every team has injuries. You're just gonna feel them a lot more when you uh, you know got three transfers sitting on the bench and you didn't even use one of your scholarships. So yeah, yeah, you know, yep. yeah, the, the depth arrives next year as we've talked about. And they're gonna have to kind of fight through one more year to. Uh, you know, to get through before the kind of the cavalry arrives with the the three transfers becoming eligible and all that with the with uh, Shimanga coming on the way as well next year. Um, and just Jabo, how, how do they how do they seem after this one? This is this is one they kind of get they got to get off the brain and and regroup Tuesday and avoid a a trap game loss. Let's just call a spade a spade with Detroit Mercy before going to a real big boy next week in Auburn. Yeah, as long as they don't lose any of those games on the rest of the non-conference schedule, uh, they're not they're not going to look back at this one as a you know a terrible loss. But I think it's a worse loss than the two you know against Virginia and Oklahoma because it was at home, and you know Dayton should be able to beat almost anybody at home. They um, you know had one eight, eight in a row. I think the winning streak was eight in a row here at home dating back to last year. Um, and and this was their last real good opportunity against a good team at home too. You, know, you got a bunch of uh, you know sub two hundred low 100 teams coming in here uh, in December. So um, they got they got definitely got to beat that Tulsa 
win that Tulsa game. That's the, you know the one winnable game yeah. um, against a good team remaining in the non-conference. Although Georgia Southern is not that bad a team, so they'll, they'll, they they might have a chance here against the Flyers. Yeah, no more home slip-ups, and certainly can't afford them in the A10 because the uh, the 13-14 A10 is not walking through that door as we have well established on this fine radio program so far this season. So, hey, Jabba, we thank you for checking in on the hotline. You've been a popular addition to the show based on my mentions, a regular. So uh, thanks for joining us, and sorry it's got to be after uh, Dayton handing a loss uh, over or handing a handing win over to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. All right, thanks for having me. Talk to you later. Hey, hey see you, Jabba. David Jablonski on the hotline, our friend and colleague from the Dayton Daily News. Two-thirds of the earth is covered by water, whatever it is, and the other the rest of it's covered by Jabbo on the Flyers and the Ohio State beat. Uh, you can tweet me. Jump into my mentions at jbedlwhio. I may read your tweet on the air. Uh, or you can uh, call us up on the phones like Jabbo just did. You can't use the hotline, but you can call us, 457-1290. Or you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic if you're here. With us at Flanagan's, back to the Bud Light mic, Jeff and Dayton. Hey, guys. Uh, first off, I, I want to give uh, some love to Dr. Willie Morris. Uh, we, you know, we went down to the Bahamas. And we were the only school with the pet ban, and uh, his funds were limited. He could only take four, uh, four students uh, from the pet ban. But he went out to four different uh, schools in the Bahamas, recruited pet ban members. Oh, wow! So he he got himself a he got himself a full band, and those eight students that traveled with him, they took those kids under their wing, and uh, you know we had a, a pregame event on Wednesday. They were a little rough, I'll say it. But by Sunday or by uh, Friday, you know those kids had bought in. They were they were young flyers. They had their t-shirts. They knew the dance moves. They knew the songs, and uh, you know they they were like a hit of the, you know of the tournament. The the PA announcer loved those guys down there, and I got to give Willie all that credit. There you go. Yeah, but now on the basketball front. I love this team, but I think the one piece we're missing is that go-to guy that can get you a bucket down the stretch. And Josh Cunningham's a, a great player, you know, great senior, but if you can't get him the ball down low, he's not that guy that's going to go get you a bucket. You know, Crutcher, very good point guard, you know, runs the team very well, but if you say, hey, I got to have a bucket, I got to, you know, you got to go the rim, you got to, you know, get to the line. He really doesn't have that skill set. There's just that, you know, we don't have that Brooks Hall that we can say, Brooks, go get us a bucket. Stop. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. yeah. We need several of those guys. Yeah, that's funny. You know what, man? I, I, I don't disagree that we, we, we have a go-to guy necessarily, that we don't have a go-to guy. But I will say we actually got good looks down the stretch that, that we just didn't knock down. Yeah. You know, Mike yeah. still had a great look. Yep. Jordan Davis had a great look. But, uh, but, yeah, if we had to say who is your guy that you would give the ball one-on-one to, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be Crutcher because he's got a little scoochie in him. Yeah. Getting ready to go back to the butt line, oh, Mike. Boy. But first, we gotta do picklebacks. <laughs> little prep. <laughs> it's oh my God! It's Joe Thomas at the Bud Light, Mike. Is that you, Joe? No. Yes, Joe, Joe Thomas here on Joe, the mic. I Joe can't Thomas, quite everybody. get it high enough. That's, but right. that's okay. It's uh, it's Nate from Lakewood. I have uh, I have a just a, a kind of a complicated question. There's sure. so many score predictors out there these days. <laughs> With the RPI can't trust and the net them. rating can't trust them, Nate. and Pomeroy and all this stuff. And yeah, yeah. I was just curious how a, a, a game like tonight affects those ratings. Um, <laughs> will we be able to get an NIT home game? He did it. Um, he did those it. kind of republished. <laughs> and how free throw percentage can get incorporated into ratings like that. I'll, um, I'll step away and listen. Thanks, guys. Nate, I appreciate 
I appreciate very much your troll so hard effort. That <laughs> is a plus trolling. Troll so hard. And shout out to everybody out there. If you caught the references he dropped, we would get along as Dayton fans. Thank you, Nate. And Joe, honest to God, it's a Joe Thomas doppelganger. Nate at the mic. Thank you, Nate. <laughs> I needed that after this loss. <laughs> well played. I don't know. With that uh -oh. pitcher, I don't uh -oh. know about that. Uh, it might be a little dicey. Let's have the dumb button right here. <laughs> hey, you know what? Go ahead. Don't make me regret this, please. Go ahead. What's your name? Where are you from? What? What's your name? Where are you from? What's my name? Yes. My uh -oh. name is Haley Napier, and I'm from Beaver Creek, Ohio. From Beaver Creek. All right. What do you want to say about the game? Get closer to the mic a little bit. This is great radio. This is going to end badly. Haley, what do you what do you think about tonight's game? What do you got to say? There you go. Well, I didn't really watch go, hey. tonight's game, but when <laughs> do you think the next time we're going to go to Sweet 16? Woo. Might Whoa. be a while. Whoa. Woo. Wow. Hot take. John. Hot take. Watch out. I don't know. Not this year. Sweet 16. Why not? not even not we even a like tournament. really good against Virginia. <laughs> they were. Yeah. And we beat Butler. Yes. We did. People didn't think we would. That is a factual very statement. Very true. Sweet 16 or just yeah. tournament? Sweet 16. Yeah. Wow. John? I, 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 that's going to be a while. It's going to be a minute. It's going to be, it, it, be a while. Why? I mean, this year. This, not this year? No. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Like, it's going to be I a while. I think we'll go this year. Do you really? I appreciate it. Yeah. Haley, I appreciate your winning attitude. I'm a true fan. I know. You sound like it. I got music on my ear, which means we got to take a break. Dating the go loser Flyers. night. 65-58. We're going to try to get this thing back on the rail. 65-58, Dating the loser. We'll be right back with Flyer Feedback, live from Flanagan's on the other side, right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now the three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. The reigning NFL rushing champion in trouble with the league and now looking for a new job. A Huber Heights man reaches a plea deal on child rape charges and a warm-up for the weekend, but it starts with a dense fog advisory for the northern part of the Miami Valley. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's Top Stories. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. Hello, it is I, thine king. Today, I speaketh on behalf of Bud Light and the most sacred of traditions, the tailgate. In my days as a collegiate liege, I hosted the very first tailgate in Yon Woods. We didn't have coolers or sports. We were basically just in the woods. But we had Bud Light, so a tailgate it was. Anyway, I invite you to continue my legacy and enjoy Bud Light courtesy of me at your tailgate. Also courtesy of me. Dilly dilly. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. And watching all of this from the sky, let's go back to Mark Bowen and the WHIO Air Scouts. Thanks, Charlie. Not much change since we talked to you last, uh, just a few minutes ago. The uh, fire appears to be burning a little more uh, severe now. Those call letters are something else. Those are those are heritage call letters. When people think of, of radio, they think of WHIO. When I was in school growing up in this community, I mean, everybody listened to WHIO and everybody watched WHIO TV. This has been WHIO as long as I've known it, and I think that because of that, 
that, along with the commitment the radio station has made to news, I still teach. And I and I point to the fact that uh, a lot of stations, most stations, news went out the door years ago. This is a station that takes news seriously. 1290. They say that car crashes happen in slow The reality is that crashes happen fast. There's no time to think and no time to check if your child is in the right car seat. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your kids in the right seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Get more info at safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Sitting in the upper 30s to low 40s for the evening with areas of patchy, even dense fog, especially the further north you travel. That's where we could see that denser fog settling in. Dense fog advisory goes into effect at 9 p.m. until early Saturday morning. Late tonight, steady showers will be moving in, even a few thunderstorms as we get into your Saturday. It'll be windy at times with temperatures rising to the upper 50s. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 at News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub for the last time tonight for Flyer Feedback. John Bedell, former Flyer Brooks Hall, and you coming to you live from Flanny's. It's a place where we're true fans, even though sometimes we don't watch the games. Shout out Haley from Beaver Creek. That was uh, that was something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dayton a loser tonight. 65-58 to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, Flyers therapy Friday night here at Flanny's Pub. Where, where, what a better place to be. Uh, where better place to be, Brooks, than when you got to eat a Flyers loss like this in the best Irish pub in the history of ever. Uh, a tough one. You, you – uh, called it earlier, Brooks, a hand-delivered victory to yeah, the yeah. Mississippi State Bulldogs. Coach Anthony Grant, I think, felt as much. I could, You could hear it in his voice in his post-game comments with Larry Hanskin that we brought you uh, after he had a thorough talk with the team after this loss. Hey, this is your, uh, your chance to uh, jump on the show with us Flyer fans and talk about this team, what you think about this 65-58 loss. We, we try to entertain on this show. I think we've had some fun tonight despite the loss. We try to give you some inside information, pull back the curtain when we have to sometimes, and and uh, sometimes we just got to commiserate together, and you can join us on the show. So we're going to go to the phone lines again. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number. We're going to check in with Sean from Oakwood. Uh, Sean is known to call from time to time. Sean, you got a question about red shirt rules uh, from the note my producer handed me. Yes. Yeah, uh, I know with college football now they uh, you can play in four games and still red shirt. I didn't know. Did they change any of the rules? For- for, for basketball, I mean, if you play in a game, is it that kills your redshirt year unless you're injured? I mean, and that I, help? Yeah, and I'm glad you asked that, Sean, because we were Googling that very same thing during the break. Because I'll admit, I'm not fluent in, in redshirt rules, but I'm almost positive in basketball, or not, I am positive. If you play, that's it. Okay. Um, now, if that's the only, I, I don't think this will be the only two or three minutes we see Frankie Policelli this year. I think now that the toothpaste is out of the tube, so to speak. I think they're going to have to and will use him in the rotation, and we'll see him more. Um, yeah. But at this point, Sean, I don't quote me on this, but I'm almost positive that if they want to redact that red or get back that redshirt, they might have to like go through some serious applications and paperwork with the NCAA because 
hit that red shirt, as far as I know, as I understand it, it's burned now that he's played a single minute. Okay. I appreciate I was curious about that. I you know it was different with football, so. <laughs> yeah, Why right. And it, it is. That's right. Well, we appreciate that, Sean. We thank you for the call here on Flyer Feedback. And as Sean pointed out, it is different for football, Brooks. You got up to four games to play. But in basketball, as we learned last year with Jordan Pierce, savage. Uh, <laughs> two minutes, and there goes the red shirt. Whoop! On to Odessa, Texas. He played tonight, right? Is that what Jabo said? Well, he no. I think what Jabo said was that Jordan also made his debut against Mississippi State. Oh, that's I think right. The two yeah. minutes he played were in Starkville. That's right. Uh, Mississippi last year. And Flyers, you know, that was another gut punch, Brooks. That was a that was a Flyers team that came in three and three. And it looked, you know, people were thinking it was early goings, and we were kind of unclear about how deep the dysfunction was running in that locker room last year. And oh yeah, oh boy, was it deep. Uh, and we told you about it here on the show last year. Speaking of pulling back the curtain. Um, and they lost a tough one uh, in Starkville last year. And here comes a return game of the home and home. They get a good opportunity, a, a shot at a at a resume building win, and they just quite frankly handed it to Hale State and their cowbells. Uh, and now, for the first time since March of 2017, the last three games of Archie Miller's tenure here, um, with a, a loss, last regular season game at GW against Davidson in the A10 tournament, and against Wichita State in Indy in the NCAA tournament. For the first time since March of 2017, Brooks, this Flyers team has lost three straight. Yeah, but I feel good about their, their, the, the, the likelihood that they're going to bounce back. I'm not saying they're going to beat Auburn, but I, I think that they'll bounce yeah. back. They're not going to fall off the rails, if you will. I think they're going to get refocused. I like that Trey Landers is a junior. Um, he is a leader. He, he's that, I'm not going to call him a rah-rah guy, even though he's their vocal leader as well, but he's a tough, hard-nosed kid, and, and he's going to make sure they get focused. you got Cunningham. Um, who's also a, no, a, not, a no-nonsense kind of guy, especially in practice. And then Mike Sale's been around forever. So I think they're, they're veterans. The leadership is going to be good, man. They're going to keep them in check um, because we, can see, we see when they're focused, even yeah. with the letdowns, when they're focused, they're good enough to play with most teams. I'm not saying they can, can run with a Duke, but, but some of your better teams, even in the country, they can play with, as we saw against Virginia and then another top 25 team tonight. Yeah. Before we get out of here, real quick, back to the phone lines, Tony from Dayton. Tony, you want to talk about Josh Cunningham at the end of the game. What's on your mind here on Flyer Feedback? Uh, yes. Uh, I was watching the game, and uh, toward the end of the game, uh, Cunningham got uh, elbowed in the mouth by a dew, and then a few minutes later, Mike Sell got shoved to the ground by a dew. And the CBS sports announcers both questioned why they didn't go to the monitor. Could you explain why? I wish I could. I was wondering the same kind of thing. I mean, I, the the elbow looked to me like at least a flagrant, uh, inadvertent, but still flagrant. Um, you know, I, there was a lot that uh, the refs did tonight, Tony, that I know a lot of UD fans weren't happy about. But uh, in particular, the, the the elbow that Cunningham took to the chops, why they didn't review that or call it in the first place. No, I, I can't explain it because, honestly, it was, it was just beyond me that they didn't call that one, Brooks. Yeah, I mean, especially the one to the face. Anytime you, you, it's excessive to the face. Well, the, making contact above the shoulders. Yeah, like you, that. you at least look at it. Yeah. At least look. And that was a big uh, moment in the game. You know, Dayton could have ended up a couple free throws in the basketball. So they should, at the very least, they should have reviewed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we thank you for the call here on uh, Flyer Feedback, Tony. We appreciate it, and that's going to do it for us tonight, Flyers fans. One more time, Dayton a loser, sixty-five fifty-eight to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Our next game is Tuesday against Detroit Mercy. We are on the air at 6 o'clock with the expanded Bud Light pregame show. Larry and Bucky have the tip at 7. We'll be here at Flanagan's for Flyer Feedback 
after the game. So we will see you on the radio Tuesday night, Flyer fans. Until then, from my partner, Brooks Hall, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.